That's it. <laughs> Ninja percent, bro. Got the little intro music, Green Onions. Let's go. All right. What's going up, team? Oh, what's going up? What's <laughs> First time, so I'll give myself a pass on that one. What's going on, team? It's Eden Deal up here from Envy Event Group with the Envy Podcast. Today we've got our first episode, and um, the guy that I chose was uh, DJ Josh Jackson, one of our original ride or dies from uh, the two-year mark, I think. He's probably one of the longest-lasting surviving members of the group. So, um, yeah, today we're going to talk to Josh and find out what's going on in your world. So, Josh, good to have you on, brother. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Um, this is a brand new experience for me. <laughs> uh, I've done a few podcasts, but they've been over Skype, so, yeah. you know, and then you just dub them down and then uh, put them up. But it was like a family podcast type thing, so <laughs> this is a bit more professional for me. I don't even know if that camera right yeah, there is yeah. working or not. Um, it's probably it's probably not because I'm a bit, uh, you know, first time around, so uh, everything's a bit clunky at the moment, but we'll, we'll get through it, man. Yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. cool. So uh, tell us... How did you? How did you? First of all, how did you come into the group? Because I know at the start of the um, podcast we had, we had uh, Adam taking care of kind of the recruitment drive and all that sort of stuff. And I was just like, people were turning up in these little Facebook groups of ours, and then mm. it's like, this Josh guy, who's that? So, um, how, how did you start in the game, and then how did you connect up with Adam? I guess. So my style was actually um, like I was in hospitality, so I was yep. I was doing bar work, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one of the managers was there was like, oh, do you, do you want to uh, do a karaoke in the uh, in yeah. the function room? Yeah. Um, you know, do you have some equipment and whatnot? I was like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, um, Did you have the equipment? Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Had, had a that. lot of us started off, yeah, yeah, yeah I've got but it. Nah. You see what I'm saying? We, we transitioned from like a karaoke D, uh, jukebox sort of vibe yeah. into DJing sort of uh, yeah. band sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Right? So... Um, when I started out, I just had the old, um, the old, uh, Sunfly, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. karaoke system, yeah, yeah. um, with the, with the mics and then, uh, sort of progressed from there. Yeah, yeah. Started out with a little, uh, virtual DJ mini kit. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that, that's where everyone starts, man. Like, I remember when I started out, it was the same thing. I couldn't afford the, uh, hardware that activated the Serato software. So, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has a cracked version. Yeah. Of, uh, you got the, the old light version. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, and how long ago was that? Uh, dude, it was probably about five years now. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, thinking back, yeah, five years ago, um, it was at Target. It was on sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yeah, just linked that into the uh, the karaoke, karaoke yeah. um, machine there. And, yeah, she started from there. And then the uh, first actual DJ gig I did was a uh, 21st for a, a guy at my work. He was one of the yeah, chefs. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and he's like, oh, can you do... And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's like, done. <laughs> yeah, of course I can. <laughs> what are you talking I, about? Uh, absolutely, you can do this. Trust me, my confidence level is 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though my DJ level, 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing with our, with our crew. We, we uh, always talk about how we try to recruit... Uh, well, sorry, how we try to match up our clients with the appropriate type of people. And you're known as the 100 guy, kind of, you know, energy... Uh, interaction, getting people. I always tell people, this is my spiel for you, is that if you want people dancing on the tables, Josh Jackson is the guy for you. <laughs> that's literally what I say to them. So, um, and that would, would you reckon that's a pretty good description of what you like to try and do? Uh, I think that's a bit of a boast, but at the same time, I'll take it. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because I love uh, taking credit for stuff that I don't really do <laughs> and then making it my own in the same yep. 
oh yeah, I met the bar right there. Yep. Like if you if you promote me as somebody who's make people dance on tables, I'll take it. Yep, and then I'll make it work. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because um, uh, I know the last uh, the last job that I think we had to you had to switch out because you, you were sick at the time. So I took over the job, and it was it was funny because I kind of you know my image of you is this high energy dude that just like uh, you know goes for it, has fun, enjoys himself, and uh, just so happens to be a DJ as well. Um, and so I went to the job. This was at uh, a Riverbank, mm-hmm. and um, this was during the the lockdown, the last lockdown that we just had, the one week or two week lockdown, whatever it was. The five day snap. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So, and then I went there, and I had so much fun because I was like, uh, it's like when you take on a persona. Um, I guess it would what an actor would do or something like that, where you just kind of, what would Josh do in this situation? <laughs> and, and I loved it, man. I was just free balling it and, uh, and just enjoying my night. And I actually came away from that job thinking, man, I need to do that more often. It's just uh, my style of uh, emceeing especially is very, it's, it's lighthearted. Uh, it's very brief and all that sort of stuff. But I found as I was looking out into the crowd and looking for reactions to what I was actually saying, they were enjoying themselves. They were having a bit of a laugh, and I was, I was taking on, um, you know, I was, I was taking on a few people in in terms of uh, jokes and stuff like that. And, you know, all those passive aggressive people that won't shut up, and so I, I was just like, I'm just going to say it, and and they were having a good old laugh. So it was um, it was good fun, and that that vibe that we get from the feedback from uh, most of the jobs that you do. It's all, it's all about that, um, well, you know, Josh bought the energy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I try, I try, I try to do that. Like, um, I every time I meet up with any any clients that you give me mm. um, and I meet up with them, I tell them, like, full disclosure, I'm a comic on the mic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I do. And, yeah. like, if I ever use, like, profanity on the microphone, yep. it's, it's only to, like, emphasize something, never to offend anybody. Yeah. Like, I'll say, oh, shit, that's cool. Yep. Like things that are out there that I'm noticing and that I'll bring out, um, especially when it comes to like the uh, speeches, right? Mm. So, so whenever somebody does like a really great speech, there's some things that just throw me. Like yeah. I've never ever heard them before. There was yeah. one guy. He goes, he goes um, to his, uh, his his son-in-law now. He's like, yeah, I noticed that my hose was getting shorter, and nobody, no, I was the only one laughing at that minute. Um, because, <laughs> because if you if you don't understand the reference, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't laugh. And this yeah, yeah. room was like dead silent. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was the only one laughing. And then he looked at me, and I looked at him, and yeah, we yeah. kind of nodded at each other. <laughs> the, the nod. You got me, bro. You got me. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, like it's when different techniques, uh, as far as being an MC, I, I guess. Um, that's where you're really exceptional in terms of the whole team. There's a couple of guys, you, um, Aaron Malloy, um, and, and a couple of others that are really, really good uh, on the MC side. You guys are probably the leaders of the whole group in terms of that sort of stuff. So where, where did you develop the, the, the kind of um, style, that style of uh, MC? Um, Personality? I, Is it just who you are? Or No, 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 no. That, that's the thing. Like, people um, recognize me as somebody who can public speak now. Yeah, yeah. You know, as, as like, formal yeah. and professional, where once upon a time, like, that was really, really tough. Well, that, that, you know? it's interesting, too, because you, you just recently did a, a really um, exclusive kind of event for us. Um, at Le Mans, where you were brought in specifically for um, MC duties. Yes, yes, and yeah. that that was the one where Le Mans, 
Uh, FYI, people listening, uh, there's two Le Monts. Yeah. Uh, make sure you don't go to the, the wrong Swan one. Valley. Yeah, Swan Valley. <laughs> <laughs> it was lucky, though, because, you know, you give yourself so much time that you arrived on time anyway, but still, it mm. was, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, you're right. I have actually done that with uh, Brooklyn, uh, Stewart's at Brooklyn, which is the little place out front, the little restaurant um, before you head into Brooklyn's the estate. And uh, I ended up in um, uh, about 100 k's away. <laughs> so I, was just, I, was the, I think it was like 1254 uh, Great Western Highway or whatever that road is that goes out to um, Mikarratha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, where the hell am I? But, you know, uh, most people who know me know that I like to turn up three or four hours early. So I, I still ended up being like two hours early. Um, but, yeah, yeah it, it yep. does happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, um, with me, I, I think um, there's a, you know, um, a recognition for um, my, my ex-wife's uh, father. Mm. Um, and he was a, he, his presentation on a microphone, um, he's got so many punchlines that you don't even see coming. Yeah, and he's yeah. such a natural. He reminds me of like uh, Billy T. Yeah, Billy yeah. T. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as, and because he's a muso... Um, I sort of picked up all this stuff and like mm. credit him for it. Like um, we didn't really get along as that whole son son in law sort of thing <laughs> yeah. goes on, right? And notice ex wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> notice, notice the ex wife he loved. We've been down that road, bro. <laughs> and um, yeah, so um, you know, full credit to him because he brought out a lot of um, little little takes that I still use today. Mm. Like uh, when we're going for a, a bit of a break, an intermission. Yep. He said this one line, and it's always stuck with me. He says, okay, we're going for a five-minute break for 10 minutes. We'll see you in 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gold. I like that. It's, uh, and that's the thing, too, when you get, like, uh, some of the MCs that are brought in, you know, maybe you're only doing the DJing side of things, and then you, you get a few that'll come in, and they'll have some little gems. I do that all the time. I steal stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I did a job where I was on the photo booth uh, for one, uh, another vendor, Kelly Mossop, and her DJ was Jimmy from um, Anytime DJs, mm-hmm. and he had such a um, he had such a, a a good presentation, and he was a really strong MC. He's a strong DJ as well, actually, to be honest. But I, I just I just stole a whole bunch of stuff. I said, "Hey, Jimmy, man, I really like that song." And he's like, and he was laughing because you know, it's it's like um, it's like it's like coaching. I, I coach a bit of um, basketball, junior junior basketball and stuff, mm-hmm. and the best coaches steal. Uh, you know, drills and and plays and all that sort of stuff, and I think it's the same in the um, in the MC game, especially, and e- even on the DJ side of things. Like, oh, I'll let people play certain things on Instagram, and I'll be like, uh, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I wonder what, yeah, I'd, maybe it's a song that I played years and years ago that I used to smash out all the time, but I haven't played it recently, so I'll, I'll do that. I, I always like to grab stuff, um, yeah, and especially from um, guest MCs, you know, like friends of the family when they go up and you're like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I've, got a little, yes. I've got a little, little, I've got about 20 books of cheats where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll write something on a piece of paper and then I'll lose that and then <laughs> there's pieces <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. You're the uh, Eminem of uh, <laughs> MC. <laughs> yeah, it's got my little uh, rap, notepads yeah. and stuff like that. It's all blurred, there's corner writings, there's dog ears. <laughs> yep, yep. My wife always does little flowers when she's on the phone. So, um, so tell us about your journey as far as the DJing side of things, because I know you are super well known for uh, MCing. What about the DJing side of thing? Obviously, you seem to think that it's not your strength, but um, it seems to be getting stronger and stronger. Uh, in, in terms of that, um, you know, I think about the way the tech is is evolving. 
Yeah. Um, once upon a time, you know, you had uh, the vinyls and the crates, and then you had yep. to do the big lug around. And for me, those those were actually like DJ artists. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah um, I agree. They they made they had to do everything manually, whereas nothing nothing nowadays is done manually. Everything is uh, sync, and you've got. Um, you know, algorithms that can do a lot of that stuff yeah, for yeah. you in key, yep. uh, you know, beat matching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, that's that's the only reason why I think, like, as far as DJing goes, uh, for me personally, that I'm not as strong at it because I let, I go with technology. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I allow technology yeah, to help me. Those old school old come on, bro, if you ain't doing it on uh, vinyl, you ain't a real DJ. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, and, and if you ever listen to the very, very top echelon of DJs, you know, Jazzy Jeff, uh, Craze, and all, all these guys that are um, turntablist-style DJs, and even old school DJs, they're, they're, they all embrace technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it, well, one interesting thing I found was listening to, I can't remember who the DJ was, but they were talking about, well, if I can... Simplify one process that gives me an opportunity to do to build on that, um, you know, the overall mix or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, like if you're, you, there, there aren't many techniques that we need as wedding DJs per se. Like, um, you know, you'd be lucky to do a, uh, a, a baby scratch within uh, within a set. And to be honest, a lot of times if you do that, they'll, they'll look, they'll give you the stink eye anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not. I'm not really a fan of people who say, oh, you know, you're not OG unless you're using vinyl or, or if you're mixing by ear and all that sort of stuff. Um, my priority in terms of DJing is, are you playing the right songs at the right time? How you get into those? And I, and I found that out really early when I first came to Perth. Mm-hmm. There were a ton of guys that just did not mix. And these were, these were names back then. They were names, real big names in the, um, in the wedding game. And hardly, I don't remember even hearing one DJ because I'd go to like a multi multi room venue like um, Esplanade Hotel or or um, Joondalup Resort or or uh, you know some some place that's got three or four DJs in it, and I'd go from room to room just having a quick peek and listening, and then I'd hear that they're not actually mixing the songs in together. So that's why I I'm not a huge believer in you know oh everything's about how you put it together and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It, it is important, but I think priority should go to the playlist itself are you playing the right songs at the right time if you can do that it makes up for a thousand sins that's what i would say yeah yeah no i agree too like because um i take like i'm a dj that will take requests yeah, yeah, from people yep. right and so um when there's what about plant now plant now plant now no <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm the same, bro. I'm like, hey, chill, chill. I'll play it when it fit, uh, and I'll move the music so that I can play your song. Yeah, but don't I, say that to me because I let everybody know. Look up front, um, their requests they're not guarantees. Okay, yeah, yeah. so and then there's a specific Ooh, way like that, that that that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah. are requests they're not guarantees, so you are not guaranteed to hear your jams. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the ideas that you request from me. Yeah, and I could play it. So, do you are you factoring in the playlist that's been provided by your that's uh, right. by your couples? That's right. Yes. Are they you know left to feel that's so far out that 
like, bro, we're just not going to play your shit. Yeah, because you've you got so many uh, people with different dynamics, different yeah. values all coming together. Yeah. Um, you've got young and old, and this is the yeah. wedding vibe. You see what I'm saying? And when we get in there and yeah. we see this happening right before our eyes, um, you will just play to the crowd, right? Yeah. So if all the oldies are up and they, they're loving their, their 70s jams, their 80s jams, that's yep. what I'll do. And so then I'll get these requests in for this, this Cardi B, this WAP, all that. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this ain't the time. This is not happening yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. It might happen later on in the night, you know, when yeah, everybody's yeah. litty. But at the same time, it's like, yo, this is a request. It's not a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. I like that line. I'm going to steal that one as well. <laughs> Where's my notebook? Yeah, I'm coming out with all these gems, bro. I'm just hitting it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, uh, Adam, I'll take care of the uh, podcast and so I can steal all these ideas up front. Um <laughs> <laughs> so you're obviously finding out what I've found out over the years, which is DJing uh, a wedding. There's a couple of things. So DJing a wedding is about uh, managing the different uh, personalities, you know, the age groups and all that sort of stuff. How have you found that? Because that, that's probably one of the trickiest. I always tell people that DJing a wedding, man, is not it's not easy. Like when I used to DJ clubs, I'd just go in. You know what you're expected to do. So there's not really that much hard to it. As long as you're up to date with um, you know what's banging in the clubs and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you can pretty mm-hmm. much kill it. I always tell people, man, give me a month and I can go into any club in Perth and smash it. Um, just because it's really about the playlist. Technique-wise, there's nothing that they can do that I can't yep. or that I couldn't learn within a month or so. That's um, right. Just yes. to warm up. Whereas weddings, man, you go in there, it's do or die every single night. Yeah, and, and then sometimes the things that you think are in your bag of tricks mm. uh, actually fall on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not just disappointed, I'm sad for the people that are yeah, there. Yeah. Because I try to be as upfront with all the couples that I meet yep. um, to, to get the right fit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I don't Super want, important, eh? Yeah, I yeah. don't want them to, oh, I thought you were this kind of person. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought you were this kind of DJ. So yeah. when I meet and talk to them, I let them know, like, upfront. This is this is yep. my energy. This is what I do. I'm a huge yep. comic. Um, I play to the crowd. I'll take requests. I'm here to serve yous. Yeah, yeah, that's my whole job is to make yous happy to do what yous want me to do. Yep. And the better description you give me of that, the better the make the more vivid you give me of the the animation scene for the evening. Yep. The better it is for me to execute. Yeah. I think I think um, taking ownership of who you are and what you are is super important um, to further in your career in the in the game because. When you tell people up front, you know, there's going to be a few that'll be like, oh, that's not my style, that's not my jam. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's perfect. That's actually a good way to filter out the, um, filter out the couples for you from on your side and on their side as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. so that you end up uh, having the clients that you want. I know um, the wedding game can be a little bit, I say, soulless in terms of if you're a, uh, an artist or a, or a uh, creative in the, in the wedding game, you've got to kind of get over that because that's not what it's about. It's all about... Uh, it's all about providing that service for your couple, and it's always couple centric, and you know it's focused on them. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, a lot of couples that I meet often, what they want to do is they they want everyone to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> they start losing focus of it's their day. Yeah, yeah. And I try to bring them back to that and say, look, it's about you. Everybody's turning up for you. Yeah. Like. You have a good time. Everybody else will jump on board. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. there for you. Yeah, and then yeah. I will help that. I will encourage that behavior. Yep. For everybody to be there for you guys. Like, just enjoy your night. Give yeah. me all the stuff that you love. You know, the moments, the, the memories. Because music is like an anchor. Yep. 
you know, give me all those things. And then I'll ask them, like, oh, so why did you pick this jam for your first dance? Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, you what's know, the story behind what's it? What's the story behind it? Because yep. when you got that meaning attached to something, uh, it feel you can feel it there when they explain it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so, yeah, I, I just go with everything is about the couple. Yep. And I never want to say, I never want to be a no guy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I never want to be able to... Make it work. That, yeah, I always want to make it work. Yeah, yeah. No matter what the situation is, I just want to make it work for you. And thus far, I've had an amazing run. Yeah. Um, you know, I've gotten one bad review, yeah. <laughs> personally. Well, that, that's, that's, that's the game, though. Um, and it probably comes down to expectations, like you said at the start, when uh, the expectations are kind of a little, little bit different. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of um, loss of understanding. You know... The dynamics of a wedding as well, the psychology of running a wedding is it's so tricky and um, you know, the assumption that you can turn shit into into chocolate is that's that's the <laughs> other thing, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just get up and I get to jobs and I'm like, Man, this is not gonna work. And uh and then someone's someone's gotta wear it, um, wear you know, the blame, I guess. And mm. in couples generally speaking. Yeah. It's not their fault. But it's, it's not their like, fault. Like, you know, I've I've had a few uh I had a Kiwi wedding. And um, it was full on, you know, full, pretty full on as far as um, the amount of Kiwis that were there. But the playlist was Triple J. <laughs> but, you know, these are Marys and um, <laughs> they ain't about their Triple J life, bro. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that was, that was probably my last, it, was, it wasn't, well, yeah, well, uh, it was hard to say. It was kind of 50-50 in terms of how, how you know. But I'm just looking at it and I look at the playlist and I'm like, man, I'll play your playlist because... Uh, you know, if I if I play what the people in front of me want, uh, probably want, it's going to be totally going against what you want. So, um, you know, mm, that and, conflict. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. That's what I mean about weddings. It's mm-hmm. just like, uh, mm-hmm. okay, this is going to be interesting. So I'm always apprehensive. Um, you know, when you go to a job and you think, oh, please let the crowd that match the playlist that you've been given. Yeah, but see, know. opposite to that, opposite to what you were just saying. Um, when I get a playlist in and it's everything that I've loved yeah, yeah. and um, I'm, I'm reminiscing on their, their yeah, stuff yeah. and I'm like, yep. oh my God, you got <laughs> Chingy in there, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We all, I know Adam's the one, he, he steals all those clients He's because like, he goes and does all the uh, initial meetings with them. And that's why you see on the uh, booking sheets, it's like, oh, Adam's got four jobs this week. Adam's got three jobs this week. <laughs> Everyone else has got one or two. So, oh, they they really wanted me. I'm like, you're full of shit, man. You just love the playlist. But like, <laughs> this is this is also like maintaining yourself too. Um, as as I get older in this industry, um, you know, I can't do three or four weddings a yeah. week. You know, and so I have to sort of like cut back. It's funny you should say that because Adam's gone through the same thing. He he he's a super FOMO. <laughs> and uh, he did he did a couple of four four gig weekends and I was laughing because because he used to, he'd say oh Eden do you want to do this job and I'm like how many jobs have I got he's going two nah just straight out <laughs> and he's going what why wouldn't you you know like why why wouldn't you want to do it next week and I'm like nah man and then uh, he mm-hmm. got smashed this last uh, summer when mm-hmm. he was uh, this last um, like November to March kind of period he he got he got thrashed and he came out at the end of it and he was like. Oh, bro, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> the funny thing is, he's got about three weekends left that he has. He's got to do four four jobs in a row as well. So, 
um, yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting that you're saying these things because it took me a few years to realize that, and and um, you've been with us for two years and you've already realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a quick learner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I study up quick, <laughs> real quick. I think, I think, I think if you're if you're making a reasonable income, which uh, you know we do in Perth, to be honest, um, then that then you start prioritizing. Well, what do I want out of it? Rather than you know, uh, am I going to get paid? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, like when I met you guys the first time in the Dome Cafe, mm. um, I said it's never been about the money for me. Mm. Like it's always been about this experience. What, yep. what, how can I serve? You know, like what can I give? And uh, thus, far, thus far, I've been trying to do that and uh, nailing it. Like yep. personally, I think I'm nailing. I'm killing yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, you're you're in the top echelon of our group. Um, I think you know, and it w- was pretty. I think you like you said you do learn fast because we've, we've had uh, you know like real family we have our run-ins with each other and we're like oh, <laughs> screw yes, this guy do. stuff that guy and you're the same and and, and, and to, to your credit you're like no no I'm not changing I'm this is all I am yeah, yeah. and um, I think that's important um, you know we both we've had it we just get over it and um, I say the same thing about me and Adam especially we we almost come to blows we don't you know physically get into it but we we can be stubborn I actually like it when Adam. Uh, you know, really puts his foot down. <laughs> I'm kind of the dominant one because I've I've been in the industry so long, and I know you know the ins and outs. But every now and then he'll put his foot down. And I'm like, ooh, go you! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, there we go. That's what I want to see. That energy right there. Keep that. <laughs> so, so transferring that over to obviously your your um, your personal business, Josh Jackson Entertainment, has kind of um, taken off as well. I mean, it was always there, but. Now we're starting to see, you know, oh, this bugger, he's booked. He's got his own job, which is which is awesome. That's how it should be. I'll, mm. I've always said from the very start that the smart ones will figure it out. Yes. Um, like yourself, uh, Levi, and a couple of other people have really figured out the game super quick, to be honest. I was, I was surprised at how fast Levi. Levi. That dude that is. That guy, man, I cannot yeah. say enough credit towards him. That's, that's kind of how you... You got into the game, or you got no, him into our I got, yeah, yeah, I pulled him in, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because the first thing that Adam said when I said, Hey, I want you to meet this guy, Levi, is uh, <laughs> Adam said, Is he any good? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I said, Look, to be honest, he's not done very many um weddings at all yeah. at that stage. I think he had only uh, two two yeah. weddings of experience total. Yeah. I tell you what, man. People out in uh, in, in wedding land would not know that. Uh, you know, he's yourself, him. Uh, we've got a few other guys, of course, but he's 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 a player for no, real. Well, that's what I said. I said, look, um, as as far as what I know about uh, DJ Levi is that he's got the people. Mm. He knows how to address people. He knows how to mm. communicate, um, and. Just his level of interaction is his, is his, professional. It's there. It's groovy. It's still like fun and energetic. Yeah. yeah so one thing about him, I noticed that he loves music. Like, there's a few dudes. There's a guy called um, Mike Jep- Jepson. He owns a uh, videography company, uh, Inception Video, and um, mm. he can tell you the history of music and all that sort. You know, you put on a song, and he goes, "Oh, did you know that they recorded this song by you know by another big group?" Blah blah blah. He's he's amazing. So this guy Josh and uh, um uh, sorry uh, Mike Jepson. I think Levi is very similar. You know, like when mm-hmm. I when I hear him play, I always I'm always kind of pinching myself because I'm like I used to do that back in the day. You know, when I want to when I really really love DJing and stuff like that, and I'm like that's funny. And he'll do like a remix version of something. 
but he had, it's really classy that you know that you can see that he's put a bit of thought into his remix collection because a lot of guys I mean I used to yeah. criticize Adam when he first started he used to do redrums and I'm like man it sounds like a seven year old's remix that thing <laughs> I was you really want harsh. That smoke? <laughs> and it was like dunch, dunch, all the way through the song I'm like it's not a remix man <laughs> and then uh, when it, when we did your um when we did your event at um, Port Kennedy for yes, the tavern the, that, that, yeah, yeah the that, that was awesome event. yes yes and I was yes. listening to him and I was going this guy, holy shit, he's pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I was reminiscing, actually. I was like, and I don't really get that very often um, from, from from other DJs. I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, technically. Yeah. But he's got a bit of soul to what he plays as well. Yeah, it's, it's I, I don't know. It's just that I, when I first met him, again, we were working for the same company, same people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so his, just the way he came and approached me about things, um, he had seen that I was doing... Uh, okay in the dj and then he just messaged me he's mm. like oh i see i see you doing that and i said like we should meet up um what do you want to do yeah, and i said hey I'll, I'll link you up with this crew this envy crew they just started out like yeah, that yeah. was in the beginning <laughs> days too yeah he was um, a guy as well that's right yeah yeah and us and yeah and from there on like he he <laughs> okay okay this is a bit of a gripe i have um he started out shining me so that made me competitive and want to outshine him. This guy. Who's this guy? Yeah, he just came in. I brought you into the fold, man. How are you outdoing me, bro? That is funny. It's funny you should say that, actually, because I had the same thing with Adam. Like, um, when he first got in there, I was like, oh, you know, he technically knows what to do. Um, you know, he knows how to operate the equipment. He's okay. But now I'm like, I'm like, man, this dude's really, really good. Like, I when, when I criticised him about the remixes, come back a month later and he's got a whole different uh, folder of those sorts of songs. They're all the same, like mm-hmm. ver- songs, but the, the the versions were like cleaner, you know, more. I don't know. They were just all such a better vibe. And I was like, this guy. So every time I'd I'd hand him a critique, and um, you know, a month later I'd, I'd go into a job with him, and I'm like. He's actually picking it up and really taking it on board. <laughs> I thought it was just that. Uh, nah, know. this is this is a credit that I give to you, man. Like I have uh, learned so much from you and Envy mm. as as a business, uh, being in the yep. wedding and as a DJ. Um, the way that you come across with uh, your information and your knowledge um, is you got like really good key insights into how mm. to do stuff and the consistency at which you do it at um, is. Like it's phenomenal, and so that's why I credit uh, MV to all the experience because we had a post on one of our um, DJ threads, you know, DJ mm. chat bubbles. Yep, and um, it was about uh, something like uh, you know DJs charging four hundred dollars, and mm. you know you're gonna get what you pay for. Yeah, and I remember being that four hundred dollar. Yeah, DJ, man, I've been down that road. You know, and I and I'm and I was like, but the experience that I've gotten with MV the knowledge that I've acquired, the insights that I've acquired with Envy, mm. being a part of the team, um, you know, now now I have a value and I, and I stick yeah. to it because you guys have uh, supplied me with uh, not just the insights and information and knowledge, but equipment, gear. Mm. Um, you know, you've, you've given me test stuff to try out. You know, um, one of the, like, smoke machines at, at one stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember one time I was doing way too much, right? <laughs> I was doing the smoke machine. I was doing the floor lighting. I was doing the oh, goddamn I, DJing I, and the MCing all in the one show. And I was like, yo, that's too much. That's, <laughs> that's like me with that. When Adam, I'll, I'll go to the, uh, I'll get the job sheet and I'll be like, oh, 
oh, I'm doing that. Oh, I'm doing that as well. <laughs> he, he, you know, Adam, he's like, yeah, yeah, you'll be all right, you'll be all right. Just, just, just. <laughs> and you're like, you're like cocking that arm to give him a good smack on the head. But yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. I think the the bro he's uh like he he's he's the big picture guy and I'm the small details as far as that stuff goes. I'm like, well, you know, it can kind of put you off your game, so you probably shouldn't put people under too much pressure. Blah blah blah. He's like, oh yeah, but the the best way to teach Adam is to get him to do it himself. So when he does four things on his own, he's like, bro, we're not doing that again. <laughs> we're not doing that again. <laughs> I learned my lesson, <laughs> and I let him crash and burn every now and We're not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. I'm like, come on, bro. You're trying to hang me out to dry, man. <laughs> and this is um, just as that learning, getting those experiences, yep. um, seeing what you can manage, what you can't manage, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You what know. you don't want to manage as well. Like sometimes you think, nah, just, you know, the extra two, $300 I'm going to get, I don't want it because mm. I just I don't want the stress. Mm. It's mm. like turning away a job, you know. For, for, for our guys, you know, we're looking at, Kind of six, seven, eight, nine for you. Like you get up to the thousands, and um, sometimes you just think, uh, I don't want it. You know, whereas at the start of the game, you would be like, Yo! Yeah. When I when I first kicked off, I was like, Give me everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I always uh, when you're starting out, you should take everything. I yes. think um, you know, there's yeah, lots of experience. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of experience you can gather from that. Um, what you like and what you don't like. Um, you know, all there's. You know, you have those negative experiences, um, you know, like little things that happen in a night. You're like, ah, oh, so that's why this old school head doesn't want to do that sort of stuff. Mm. At the time, you're like, why wouldn't you? Just like Adam, you know, why aren't you taking every single job that's on offer? I'm like, yeah, sometimes you get thrashed and then that'll have an effect on the next next day or the next night where you're just kind of not feeling and all that sort of stuff. So, Well, one of the things you said to me, and I, I just like, it, it went straight over my head and I didn't even comprehend it at the time. You said, oh, no, the loading shit there. And I was like, mm. what the hell does that mean? Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Like, I'm, I'm not loading. And, like, I just, I'm taking my equipment there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I realized some of these hotels, the you, hoops you got to jump through I think just you went to get to, in the room. Um, you went to uh, Royal Freshwater Bay and it was upstairs. Royal Freshwater. Uh, is, that, is that the one in Frio? Um, Peppermint Grove. Peppermint Grove. Um, I think there was. It's called the. Uh, I can't remember the, the room. Ethel Hobbs, Ethel Hobbs room. It's upstairs. So well, usually when you go to the Royal Freshwater Bay, there's a, um, a room just near the back there that you can kind of look over the balcony, mm-hmm. out over to the um, the Swan River and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's also a second room, <laughs> which uh, which is up a, a flight of stairs. Is it the double staircase? Yeah, yeah, that's the, the one. Six, yeah, and it's a little, bro. Little, nah, bro. Yeah. I think you got that job. I did. I, I got two there. <laughs> <laughs> and this was when I didn't know what load-ins yeah. were about, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. how difficult just taking your equipment can be. I know. Um, I think I, you had the photo booth as well that yes, night. Yes, and I had the photo booth, dude. Like, my God. And so, you know, when, when you think about um, places that are like, Awesome to load into. Yeah, yeah. You're in, you're out. Yeah, yeah. They're like dream, load in, and load out. And then they, they become a part of your conversations. Yeah, like yeah. when you said that to me for the first time, I had no idea what that <laughs> meant. No fucking idea what that meant. And then when I get to load into this place, I'm like, what? No elevators? 
No yeah. place doesn't have an elevator. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. <laughs> That's why when I find out about a venue and I haven't been there before, the first my usually my first question is, oh, what's the access like? Mm. You know, mm. do I have to go upstairs? Um, is there a service lift? Blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff. There are little tricks you can learn about, um, you know, back of house kind of um, service lifts. Like actually, Freshwater Bay has one um, where you can go and park down in a kind of private parking area and go through the kitchen, yeah. through their um, through their service elevator and stuff like that. But you learn. After a while, well, what are the good spots? And every, everyone's in the crew when you, you when you put up a, a venue and you're like, oh, do you want to go there? Like at the moment, we seem to be getting a lot of work at Matilda Bay Restaurant. Yeah. So they've got the downstairs one and the, and the upstairs, upstairs one. one. Yeah. So there's pros and cons, you know, to, to going upstairs. The pro is that you don't have to take your speakers technically, although now we do because the uh, sound system's a bit sus. They, they have their own lights, um, but there's a flight of stairs that you've got to go up as well, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's always a tricky one. So I'm always like, uh, is it downstairs or upstairs? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, busy that day. But not only that, like you you have introduced me to like equipment mm. that I just like. It's almost like I'm seeing it for the first time. Like mm. I'm just like, oh wheel, home wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like fire. Oh shit! Like I'm yeah. seeing. Like you have trolleys that move sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm like, holy. How does that even work like that, dude? Like, that's, whoa. I remember when I bit, bought, bought that side of the trolley you're talking about. Uh, it was, I think it was like 500 bucks for it. And my wife's like, what are you up to? And no, but it's it's like a, a tank. It's got the yeah. three wheels. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's like the, the rolling tanker wheels, you know <laughs> what I mean? And then it can go sideways. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it goes over like oh, I was like hell impressed by like the engineering, but yep. then how well it works for this industry. Yeah, I think w- when we did uh, our, especially our rolling booths, uh, DJ booths, they were all designed with um, uh, breakwater in mind. The Akoya Suite where we do a lot of weddings, so I always design them with one trip in mind. That's ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And even the trolleys, like you know the the stereo tees, the, the booths that yes. you guys have. Yep. The trolley that I make is kind of like extended so that I can build everything around it and then you can still get it in one, in, in one trip. So um, there's little tricks, you know, to save your body, stay in the game longer, hopefully if you if you want to do that and all that, uh, all that sort of carry on. So, okay, so we've, we've gone over the technical side. How, how do you find the industry itself? Because obviously uh, when you go out to so many events, you start to kind of see the same faces over and over again. Yeah, uh, industry-wise, I'm, I'm really happy. Um, when when I whenever I see a familiar face, yeah, yeah. um, it's always good. Yeah, got a uh, few photographers that that you kind of yeah, see yeah, all the time. yeah. Uh, no, not all the time. They're all different. Yeah. Um. Also, um, I might just be shit at remembering people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's it's not until uh they remind me yeah. that I've already spoken to them. Um. So I'll I'll introduce. I'll say, hey, how's it going? Right, yeah. um, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, how have you been?" And I'll be like, "Been? Oh, since the last time we spoke." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's that Josh mannerisms. <laughs> oh, because we've met before, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that old conversation. You know, you know. I don't know if you had it yet. But um, when you go to weddings and, and there's a past couple there, they're like, hey, Josh. Well, you know, like, I get that on like, I had one uh, <laughs> last week where there was two there. It's like, hey, and then they're standing there. I'm like, hey, 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 how's it going? And they're like thinking, do you want a request? They're like, oh, it's so good to see you again. And I'm like, see you again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I've got to be straight up with it, honest with you. 
and my memory is shit at the best of the times. But sorry, what was your name? And usually, once they say a name, then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember you. You're at Gendalup Resort, and yes, and know. that's that's why I I take the back door for that one. Yeah, yeah. I try to figure out where they've seen me, and then yeah. get the the environment yeah. around it. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, like I I don't mind seeing people that I've already seen before. I think it was they a know thing. what to expect. There was a woman um, at one of the weddings who was like, oh yeah. Um, recognized you immediately and then um sort of even recognized your playlist and i was like these aren't mine <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, but you've you've done the same mix at the other wedding uh, and i was like yeah i kind of do have a go-to sort of mix yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, in, yeah. in this in this environment and yeah. this thing i just yeah. naturally pull straight into that like that's the wavelength i, think, I go on i think when you you do you do but you do build uh mini sets based on you know if they like this song then probably gonna like that song you know like there's, there's a lot of that goes on mm-hmm. and i think in the wedding industry although it's kind of not nice to say it they are most weddings are very very similar uh, i always say to people there's an 80 20 in terms of 80 percent of what we play um uh, is kind of played at every wedding um, oh and then God, yes. and then you and then you got that extra 20 you know the source twenty percent of well, just their own stuff. So. Well, I mean, how many times have you played horses? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, like, uh, how many times have you played personally horses? Uh, I probably played a few hundred times. Few hundred times. Uh, That's times a few hundred uh, weddings. Yeah. Oh no, I was, I was doing the estimate the other day. I think I've done. Uh, so I, I'm thinking I'm sitting around about a thousand, roughly, <laughs> um, weddings in Perth. And uh, I estimated it's like eighty, must be about eighty thousand people, or you know, between eighty and a hundred thousand people that have actually been in front of. I was like, God damn, that's a that's a that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, but I mean, like, this is the thing: is like, um, I thought I would sort of like become like a little bit bored with it because mm. it's so repetitive. Yeah, yeah, you know, hearing the same last song. Yeah. Right. Uh, hearing the same. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. Closing time. <laughs> Closing time. I love that song. I love it because they, without saying anything, they start. Okay, let's let's grab our things. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord. But yeah, like I thought I would get a bit more, um, you know, restless with it. Yeah. But here's here's the thing: is that every crowd listens to the same song. But they all have this different energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When they listen to horses, I was just listening to last week and I just played it last week. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm playing it again. Those two crowds and mm. their energy and their love for yep. what's going on yep. changes my feels towards the way I feel about the song and yeah. having it repeated. So yep. this crowd is loving it and this crowd is loving it. Well, and so I'll I'll go with both of the energies of that love. They're just yeah. like into it, and I'll be on that level. I think I think when I get asked what music do you like, that's that's a big question. You probably get the same thing. Oh, so what do you like? And I, and my answer is pretty much the same consistently across the board. Whatever makes people happy. Um, yes, and it's it sounds kind of cliche. No, that's and good. so if that means playing wedding, what you know, what we term wedding cheese, then then so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I got that from when I used to work uh, When I first started out in um, the late 90s We used to go to the um, nightclubs uh, We had a seven day contract there uh, Not we, but the, the people I worked with Or uh, tagged along with And um, so there would be international crowds And it would be like real, real weird mu- music um, For then, you know, it's like uh, Spaceman, Pizzaman um, <laughs> Fat Man, uh, what's his name? Fat Boy Slim, um, you know, Sash, all that kind of stuff, which wasn't really my vibe. 
But after after a while, when you see the crowds, yes, and you're like, oh man, these people are loving. It. I remember Darude when it was uh, when it first came out, and I was just and I used to play that. I was like, man, this is a trippy ass song. <laughs> and and just and then because the place where I was playing was a, a um, kind of international destination for back, backpackers, the Bay of Islands. Uh, in case you're wondering, um, they. There was all sorts of influential uh, influences as far as the music. The Poms would come in, so they'd want a lot of uh, you know techno. It was back then. There was there was no subgenres. Everything was just straight up techno. Um, and I mean, Born Slippy. Um, there was all those real out there beats, which are still kind of popular now. Actually, they're making making a comeback, or have been making comebacks for the last few years. With uh, but yeah, the the vibe. If they love the music, that's all I care about. Really, yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. Like. Uh, I played last week I played the chicken dance At a winning And it wasn't a kid asking for it Yeah It was an adult I was like And they were going for it On the dance floor I was like Oh shit This is going yeah. down Yeah You know It was straight into Cotton Eye Joe And uh, thank god I'm a country boy Kind of it was, it was a little bit of um, That going on And they just loved it They didn't give a shit And you know There was like Beer being thrown up in the air And they're doing Their little hoedown dances Yes sir like, Yes sir yes, I'm like sir. yo Whatever makes you happy man Yeah you know, So and it's You know You see a few Shenanigans on the dance floor Over the years But these guys were hilarious, and same with the Poms. Um, I put it up on Instagram stories the other day, where they get on the floor and they do that, that um, boat one, mm. where they're like rolling <laughs> yeah, and shit. Yes. And like, lean, lean to one side. <laughs> kind of the first time I come across that was accidentally. Same with Nutbush. I started. I, I, I played a song, um, "Rock the Boat" by Hughes Corporation, and they all started getting on the floor. I'm like, what the? F- what's this? <laughs> and then they just went for it. It was an Irish. Uh, actually, it was an Irish uh, party the first time I did it. And uh, at the vines, and um, I was just like, "Yo, this is cool." So every time I got a pom wedding, I was just like, "Will it work? Will it work?" Because it wasn't a every pommy kind of group type of thing, but every now and then, yeah, they pop it out. Um, well, myself personally, I love little things like that. You yeah, know, yeah, I bring games to the the wedding yep. uh, industry. You know, uh, with my uh, musical chairs scavenger hunt game. Yeah, yep. You know, like to. To, to modernise the bouquetos or yeah, yeah. the garatos, you yeah, know? yeah. And so um, I like when people bring those sorts of things to uh, their their day, their yep. wedding day. That that for me, I'm like I'm 100 on board of. With your with your um, your MCing and interactions, do you find you're like a comedian? And, and what I mean by that is, comedians they build a routine, so they'll they'll go out, yes, do an open mic night, they'll get a bit, um, you know, they'll throw it out there. And then they'll develop that bit to where it becomes a whole routine. Mm-hmm. For me personally, that's that's how I um, structure how I do my uh, MC. And I kind of have these, you know, go-to lines that over the over the years and over the gigs, I've kind of found work. You know, usually not always. Mm-hmm, <laughs> I mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. kind of like it when it when it does bomb because I'm like, oh, tough room. <laughs> they've got an answer for that as well. You know, when when they don't, they just look at you blank. You're like, oh, anyone here? Knock knock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, d- is that how you approach your MC? Like, I've absolutely, just developed it over. A, yeah, yeah. So, like, I've like taken those like key little phrases. Yeah. Um. You know. So one of the things that I immediately do is like I'm doing housekeeping. Yep. Uh, once upon a time, I was like, "Oh, I don't really want to do that. Do you want to do that?" Yeah. yeah. Um, but now that's my in to say everything else. Yeah. You know, yeah. certain things that, See, it's that a segue help me. as well, eh? Like, yes. You know, because there's an awkward moment when um, the bride and groom comes in the bridal party. They're standing at the table. The guests are all uh, standing there, and they're like, "Well, who sits down?" Yes. That's where you jump in. That's where you jump in. Yeah. That's right. Like you just give them. So you know, as, as I've sort of honed in my skill set. Um, for emceeing and and for DJing at the same time, um, 
what I always like to do is remember certain things that help me. They become mm. tools and resources. Yeah. Such such things as like a phrase that pays. Yeah. Instead of going, oh, can I get everybody's attention and then nobody listens? Yeah. Because yeah. it's so just generic. mono and generic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I I start with a phrase that pays. I say, like, look, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to try here is a phrase that pays. I'm going to say something, you're going to respond, and that allows me to get your attention. So when I say Ziggy, 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 you say, oi, oi, oi. Let's try that right now. You know, so. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm getting excited. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> and so, you know, even people. Because that, that, that grabbed my attention fully straight away. I'm like, oh, what's this guy talking about? These are like little tools that I like to yeah, use. Yeah. And, you know, just to, just to, instead of. Is that, is that a father-in-law technique? Or? No, I made that one up oh, myself. Yo, that one, I made that one up myself. Yeah. That's all me, people. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've, I've tried to like custom. It like, yeah. um, what's something that your football team says in a chart? Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'll use that line yeah, yeah. instead of my my one. I'll, I'll use your guys' whatever response, yeah, give yeah. and take thing that you do. Yeah, do you no. do the the, the hoodie hoop? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, like what whatever the you know uh, Marco Polo, yeah. whatever it is for you yeah. that has that that back and forth pitch and catch, yeah, yeah. Um, then I can get your attention. Okay, now we're going into the cake cutting. Yeah, you know, yeah. Something like that. That's nice. Another one I'm going to steal. <laughs> I'm like a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll steal. You know what? You know what? Uh, there's this thing um, uh, amongst DJs and entertainers where uh, I'll only take things from, you know, the guys at the top of the game. I, I won't look down and, you know, take something from a newbie. Whereas my mindset is, if it works, I don't care where it comes from, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, which is, which actually brings me back to, so we talked about uh, starting off in the game, you know, you talked about $400 being like your price. I, I can remember when I, uh, one of my jobs when I was in Melbourne, kind of um, new to Melbourne, so I charged like $175 and I was like, man, are they going to pay that? Um, this was a long time ago, over 20 years ago. <clears throat> and and <laughs> so so forgive me forgive me Lord um, for my sins. You, you can't see you can't see Eden's face right now, but <laughs> if you could, people, it would yeah. it would show you shame, shame. I'm like Cersei and Game of Thrones walking down that lane. Shame, shame. Um, <laughs> you geeking out on Game of Thrones. But I mean, you know, there's there's a few guys in the moment that that are uh, criticised in uh, Perth for how much they charge. You know, a lot of people seem to think that they, they don't charge enough. Um, one of these guys is a really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I won't I won't mention the name, but um, he charges you know around the four hundred dollar mark, and and you know a lot of people come to me and say, oh you know this guy's doing this and he's doing that, and, and I'm like you know have you ever approached this person and talked to them about why they do that because I, I spoke with him. He's actually been on a previous podcast on our um, Perth Wedding Minds podcast, and his his thoughts are, uh, you know, as a person, he wouldn't charge, uh, you know, more than what he charges because he wouldn't pay that. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. And he and the other thing is, you know, not everyone can afford a, uh, you know, one thousand dollar, two thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar DJ. So there's there's a place for everyone in this market place place. How how have you gone about um, kind of I guess justifying what you asked for? Uh, like in the beginning, it was about you know when it was a, a, at that four hundred dollars mark, it was like I was a huge 
critic of my talents. Mm. You know, um, it's like that self-worth, really. Mm. Like, what can you really do? And you are comparing yourself to people who are already established because that's mm -hmm. all there is to compare to. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nobody that's in the $400 market that has been marketed well mm. um, because they would be in the next bracket up. Yeah, yeah. So if... If you have nobody to compare yourself to at $400, right, all the rest of you guys at mm. that level, because yous are not promoted well enough, yous are not marketed well enough, yep. so yous are not going to know one another, Yeah, yeah. right? And so you're only ever comparing yourself to people who are better than you, which is, and, and like the way I look at it is good, yeah, because you can only get better by like looking at better. So you're, you're kind of looking at what what is it technically, what is it marketing wise, what what is yeah. it that they're doing that's yeah allowing them to charge the price that's that right. they charge, you know, and and being able to because the lack of experience was a huge thing as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, loading that was the thing that went over my head, and <laughs> yeah. that's a one hundred and one for a DJ. Yeah, yeah. It you is know, now. It, it is now. It's a one. It's it's part of the normal one hundred and ones, like the fundamentals now. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas I didn't have those fundamentals at four hundred bucks. Yeah. And so, you know, when you got me at $400, I was just doing my best Yeah. versus I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I know exactly what I'm doing and there's not many things that throw me. Yep. Um, you know, my confidence level for being able to, uh, you know, MC host and DJ, even a photo booth, all at the same time at a wedding yep. is a 10. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can do that. I know I've done it so many times yep. that the experience alone and yep. combined with the confidence that I have for it, I know I'm worth this much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm not going to let that slip unless my talent slips. Yeah. I think the day that I rock up to a, a gig and I say to myself, man, this feels like a job, that's the day I'll go back to being 400 bucks. Well, that, that's <laughs> interesting you should say that as well because I always, I always turn up to these jobs and I'm like, because... By trade, I'm I'm a, I'm a unqualified for pretty much anything. Uh, a truck, I'm a truck driver, forklift driver, you know, warehouse assistant kind of um, person is what I would usually be doing. Which is, you know, it's it's a reasonably paying job to be honest. But um, I always think when I go to these jobs, I'm getting a week's wages in about three hours. That's that's the other thing. So I'm always kind of grateful, and you know, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Like uh, I was uh, comparing to uh, me, and my me and my brother were talking, and uh, he was so shocked at the amount of money that I was making, <laughs> and he started trash talking me. Like his jealousy just couldn't like wait, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, and so he's he's a bit of a mathematician. Yep. In his head, he's thinking of all the hours he's doing and the paper he's getting, yep. and then he's like, what the fuck. Are you sh oh. And he's a minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's that's a line I used to have when uh, people would talk to me about DJing. Oh, you know, you're a wedding DJ and all that sort of stuff. You're a DJ. And I'm like, yeah, I make mining money on part time hours. That's and they're right. like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you know, on a good weekend you can make. And this is back in the day. Well, even now, I guess, you know, on a good weekend you could make five thousand mm. um, dollars. You know, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You could make five thousand dollars. That's only fifteen hundred a night, mm -hmm. um, and it's completely doable. And then, and then I, said, and then I kind of rub it in even harder. I said, like, yeah, I tend to wake up around 
10, 30, 11 most days. <laughs> Low key flexing. Yeah. But no, like um, like I said, my brother was like, he's a bit of a mathematician. So he, yeah, he yeah. sort of like figures everything out and he's running the numbers. And, yeah, he's running the numbers, but he's also running the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's looked at it and he's gone, okay, oh, no, nah, but you do this kind of work. And then, oh, actually, that that is quite a bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like your your prep work that you yeah, put yeah. into everything, yep. your, your maintenance on all your gear, buying all your gear, yep. you know, uh, and, and maintaining that gear and then taking it to a place yep. and then loading it all in. And then, you know, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. He's seen me do what I do. Yeah. And he's like, yo, you are worth the money you're getting paid. Yeah. And and this is like yep. a close family member that was typically, you know, they're the they're the worst critics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to see you do well, but not better than them. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's always the ones that are close. I mean, until the uh, until you start paying bills and everything like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a silly idea. But when when you start getting extra bits and pieces, they're like, yo, you you could buy that with mm-hmm. with your, you know, what they assume is a part time kind of thing. Yes. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, the industry in Perth is different to the East Coast. So I came from Melbourne, and uh, I did have quite a few weddings there. And it's totally different over there. I I, I always tell people that uh, the hustler mentality of the East is what I brought here. And um, and to be honest, I kind of did what I thought everyone sh- was doing anyway, and found out that it was actually a little bit extra. So um, yeah, it's an interesting place over East. Like um, you know. What we get for say a thousand dollar job, they might probably only get you know six fifty something like that. Mm, mm. They're very they're very um, entrepreneurial on that side. So when you come over here and, and you and you bring that same kind of uh, intensity to the industry, it doesn't take long, which is kind of how Envy Event Group went went up so fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been, um, so what do you what do you see for the future of Josh Jackson Entertainment? Because I know um, over the years you've you've uh, to your credit, and and something I really like about you, is you've tried a lot of things. Yeah, you've I was tried just different things. Say that I'm an ideas guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a creator. Like yeah. I love creating new. What I like um, about you is you, you you're not afraid to fail. Like a lot of people, like it's, this has got to work. You know, you'll you'll try and be like, yeah, it was it was mean. I liked it. It was awesome. But I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, or I like that. I'm going to bring that into my business. Um, well, you know, that's it. I'm sort of always looking for the, the like the newest edge yep. in, in whatever it is I'm doing. Mm. So, like, with the game that I bring to uh, the wedding industry, you know, yep. I'm thinking, uh, you know, there are avenues that we can streamline. There's other things that we can create and build upon. Mm-hmm. And so anything that at, that's outside of, like, the DJ, but it still has a lot to do with entertainment, really. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, the whole idea of entertainment just, like, it gets me out of bed. yeah. I, I, recently, we've been I've been talking with Adam and uh, Leighton about this. I mean, I think DJs, entertainers, musicians, probably more DJs than in, uh, musicians, are super underappreciated in terms of their value for an event. And so, what what I'm trying to wrap around in my mind at the moment is making, and this is outside of my you know usual personality, is making the DJ. Uh, entertainment side of an event a spectacle like I want it to be a, a performance yes because currently we're just like the, the hired help okay yes. uh, you, you stay over there you, you play the music yes that, that's your job and you know don't step outside of your box kind of you know don't, don't do anything that you know that takes away attention which is you know fair enough but I also feel that um, you know 
MV Event Group did bring a little bit of change to the industry in the short time. You know, obviously with the presentation is a huge thing that, that I'm really proud of. Absolutely. Packages with uh, musicians is, is something else. Um, the DJ photo booth game had, had been around, but we've, you know, we've brought it up a little bit more in terms of prominence. Absolutely. So it's time to um, kind of get that spectacle thing. Um, for me personally, there's a few people out in the Perth wedding industry, uh, Amber Jasper especially is one of my kind of um, leading lights in terms of um, role models. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. she puts on an event, it's a fucking amazing, like every time, you know, and there's a few people like her in in, our, in Perth that we're lucky enough to have and I really want that energy, that type of um, excitement brought into the DJ. She game. really, really does, man. Like when I did that scene for her yeah, yeah. Uh, at Le Mans, the, the stuff that she put on and her vibe, just the person yeah, that yeah. she is, yeah. is, is like, she's such wow. A, yeah, she's an amazing person, eh? Like, yeah. I, I mean, the, the persona you get on Instagram, it is her, but there's so much more to her as well when you meet her in person. Like, oh, we, we've done a few uh, meetings, catch-ups with her, mm. and uh, she's a vibe. Like, she's a legit, a yes. vibe, you know, like, you're a vibe. But she, you know, there's not many people that I say that about, but she is definitely a vibe. And, and I want to bring that energy into the um, DJing kind of emceeing role that we have within an event. Uh, it's trying to work out the uh, the balance of, you know, because obviously the weddings are about the bride and groom, but we've got to try and bring it in a way that doesn't detract from them. And so that's the current kind of Yeah, that's space. going to be the conflict is um, if you try and make it a spectacle about the DJ, mm. um, then you're taking light away from the bride. Yeah, and yeah. Groom. It's getting so that balance the there. Balance, yeah, there has to be a balance or a synergy yeah. that plays off each other yep. and, and, and they multiply. You know, they, they, they magnify each other. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a few ideas in terms of, like, um, presentation, you know, backdrops, you know, adding that into the game. But then if you go down the backdrop game um, for the DJ specifically, then you've got to tie in with the, um, uh, what do you call it, stylists. Yeah. Because, you know, we can't go up, you know, all, all this shiny, sparkly white <laughs> backdrops and you've got a moody, dark... You know, yeah. coloured uh, wedding, and so it's, we've got to figure that sort of stuff out. There's, there's things cooking at the moment, um, but hopefully, you know, we get to that sooner rather than later. Well, well, the whole idea, like, see, um, coming back to what you were saying, that I'm not afraid to fail and I'll try stuff. Mm. See, when I hear stuff like that, I'm always about new ideas. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I will go with them, and then I'll try and figure them out with you. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, so how did we do this? How yeah. would you start doing this? And then I get involved in it, yeah. and I feel like I'm part of the, the birth or creation of it. Yeah, and yeah. So every time that I go about doing shit like that, that's what I want to feel. Yeah. I want to feel like I'm giving birth to something great or something that's happening now or something yeah. that's on the edge of being the next thing. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it's a great industry to be involved in for sure. So um, I guess we're, bit, we're getting past the hour mark, so we'll wrap it up here. So give us give us your thoughts on what um, the next 18 months looks like for uh, Josh Jackson. So, yeah, I reckon I'll, I'll be doing... DJing, emceeing for the next 18 months. However, I'm wanting to, like, uh, expand and and do other avenues. Like, I'm thinking about trying uh, a few, like, house parties. Yeah. With a a game that I saw on Instagram. And it's kind of like a rap battle game. Mm. Um, It's it's called, what's it called? Rhyme Antics. Mm. Um, and, and I've seen what it does at house parties and because it's still 
uh, a sort of like a hip hop sort of vibe for me. Mm. Um, I want to see what happens with it in in the the home entertainment. Now, the reason why I've thought about that is because people have become conditioned to having stuff at home now mm. because of COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and so the whole going out places thing. Um, it does happen, yep. but don't get don't get it twisted. That's forever going to be a thing. Yep. But there might be a little niche there yep. where where more people are staying home. Like you think about um, the New Year's, right? Yep. Typically, there'd be thousands of people in the city. Yeah. But there was not thousands yeah. of people in the city. I noticed that too. And then in in the suburbs, um, there was more recorded uh, police callouts to the suburbs than any other year. Yeah, yeah. And that's because everybody obviously had to stay home, chose to stay home, and they did their own things at home. Mm. So um, I'm not too sure if that's, like, I, maybe I might have missed that wave or maybe I might be coming into that wave, but those are the sorts of things that I want to figure out. I want to try new things, um, you know, and develop new new processes for stuff. There's yeah. a there's a there's um, an event that I, that I want to host, you know, another just entertainment. Yeah. You know, so for me, in the next 18 months, um, it's looking like I'm sticking with envy because yes. <laughs> you guys feed the shit out of me. That's man. the plan. Oh, my God. We, we, we feed you so much yeah. that you can't leave. <laughs> I can't leave. You're like a dependent little baby. Yeah, we, got, yeah. we got the titty. <laughs> Have a little bit more suckle, son, before yeah, you go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back, come back. <laughs> Zippel. <laughs> Zippel. But yeah, that's that that that's what it is for me, you know. Like, um, and yeah, it's uh, Josh Jackson. <laughs> well, that in mind, that's uh, we'll wrap it up there, team. So that's been Josh Jackson from Josh Jackson Entertainment, one of our uh, profile level DJs here at MVV Group as well. If you want more information, don't forget to hit us up on the DMs inside of Instagram. You can hit us up on the PMs and Facebook. Or if you want to get down and dirty, start booking people. Maybe get uh, Josh on the hook. Uh, send us an, in, uh, an email, in, uh, info at nveventgroup.com. So until the next time, we'll talk to you later. Peace, we're out. Salute.